So on this episode, everybody, welcome to this episode of the Nerd Brand Podcast. Veterans Day is around the corner, or this episode is probably coming out on Veterans Day. So we want to no, honor it's your family. A Saturday. It's a Saturday. The it's day before. On Saturday. Oh, it will come out before. the day before. See, I should pay more attention to my own freaking thing. Um, so, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Your, we want to honor your family and friends or colleagues for serving and protecting our nation. Um, branding is our bread and butter, so let's depict how the military perfectly executes an umbrella branding strategy. Um, so, title of this episode, Veterans Day, and we want to say salute troops. Uh, we know there's a lot of veterans, the, the organizations out there. So we're joined today with uh, Michaela and Jacob, myself, and Lindsay. And Lindsay is involved in some... Uh, nonprofits for veterans. Lindsay, do you want to share which nonprofit you're you have on your heart that you love and tell everybody what it is so they can go check it out or Yeah, sure. So I actually have um a couple of different groups that I really love that are local. Um I do a lot of work with our local VA rep uh chapter. It is a national organization um which VA rep stands for the Veterans Association of Real Estate Professionals. Um, so anyone within the home industry, we are basically working to provide um, the best kind of information targeted to veterans um, when it relates to their benefits and buying homes and what they what they're entitled to, basically. So we want to provide a lot of education. We work um, with legislature, um, you know. In D.C., we do all kinds of stuff to work with everybody to better um, the information and the resources out there for veterans. Um, I also love our local nonprofit um, that's out in Shepherdsville area, uh, Active Heroes. And then yep. another one that's near and dear to my heart that's local as well as 22challenge.org. Um, they do a lot of stuff locally. Um, I have friends who run that and are very involved. Um, so I've helped a couple of times with some events that they've had. Um, even every May, usually just before Memorial Day, they do um, a ruck that's mm, a couple miles. I don't remember how many miles they do, but they do a ruck um, on a Saturday morning and they go out there and um, usually there's some really good raffle items. Um, everything goes back to that organization, which is all about helping um, in veteran suicide since the average is 22 veterans a day commit suicide. Um, so everything is targeted to that, um, to be able to give back, to raise awareness, to, you know, just help them find a place that they can come and not have to feel like they're alone. Um, so that group actually does meet, um, some Sundays, even they'll meet at a couple of the coffee shops in downtown Jeffersonville. Um, they'll even meet, um, at a church in New Albany, um, that they use some of their space. They meet a couple of different places and the, it's just called coffee chat and it's literally just veterans and, um, you know, others who support that are there to talk with veterans who want to get out, um, and to be able to share, you know, and feel like they're not alone. Cause maybe they're not somebody who feels like they want to go to therapy or there's a lot of stigma behind talking about your feelings, um, you know, and there's a lot of the PTSD, things like that, that all are, are associated. Um, so they do a lot. It's just, I love both organizations that are local and obviously VA rep is national, but we're doing a lot here. Um, even just coming up, 
uh, let's see, this will air on the 10th. So on the 8th, actually, just two days before you guys are hearing this, we are giving out um, over 300 turkeys at the VA hospital um, that we get donations for and things that we give back through VA rep. Um, and then we will also be sponsoring, I think, at least 12 veterans um, that are in need for Christmas. So each of these organizations does just some really awesome things. Um, check them out for sure. Uh, Active Heroes in Shepherdsville has their cabins that they have on their property that are there for use for veterans and their families to be able to go stay for free. I think it's about a $50 deposit that, they, that you have to pay um, just to kind of hold it. but you get that back. It's totally free for veterans to go stay, get away. They have, I think, 147 acres. They have a lot of walking trails, um, outdoor activities, things like that. So all amazing organizations. I could go on and on about them. Um, I come from a family of veterans on both sides, so it's all very near and dear to my heart. All right. Appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, doing the association with brand strategy, that being, you know, our bread and butter, all branches have standards and trademark guidelines as well that the DOD, Department of Defense, or military services that they monitor. Um, and this includes any graphics or word marks that hinders at these branches too. So uh, it's their initiative, the DOD, to deliver the proper usages of um, foreign individual, non-financial entities, universities with mi military academia. It's kind of like, to do a comparison, it's like when we're having... Uh, a kickoff meeting with a new client or developing a rapport with them still discovery meetings we get to build more on the brand get to get more acclimated they don't have a brand guide that's something that we suggest to them so that people in their organization can follow suit and understand those guidelines so that there's no hiccups later down the line um there is also a chart examining how the logos can be used and presented, and there are protocols and circumstances, and they're quite extensive. I didn't add everything from the DOD because it is long. I think it was like 50 <laughs> pages of just stuff. And what? to boil it all down, anything that enters department of or applies uh, to fundraising or anything that hinders that department of can only... Uh, be used for fundraising, fundraising and advertising promotion, oh. or it's discarded from that. I can't know why I wrote that. Yeah, that's it's okay. It's not a very good point. Anyway, <laughs> it's not a solid point. I don't know where I was going with that. My well, bad. I mean, all of the branches, they all have their own seals. Yes, yeah, so and that's something they that... They do get designed. The seals is that... that I'm glad you brought that up because it's coming back to me now. The seals are something that is monitored yeah. and can only be used by a selective audience. Yeah. Um, yeah, branding rights, so essentially, for mm -hmm. each of those. And if it's sales and support-related indications of those kinds of usages for these um, brands logos and uh text trademarks it's accessible to do, to use those and just refer to the dod <laughs> trademark licensing guidelines that's literally like 50 pages long yeah so enjoy that if you ever want to use it and make sure you're in good uh good hopes to use it i think i remember um I had to you know so the uniforms the the dress blues the chants the anthems there's so much branding that goes with the military because you're rallying around your tribe 
mm-hmm. you know it's what because we go heavy into nerd culture yeah. but it's not you know it's not always the comic books star wars marvel it's not always that it's something that you have a passion for and this applies to this it's a cultural thing yeah. because my to kind of give you an example my my dad served 22 years in the navy and pretty much a lot of other family members, they decided to go army route, a lot of air force route. So when my, when we have family gatherings, my dad always just like wants to poke the bear and joke and say it and says anchors away, which is the, uh, Navy yeah. theme song. And just like kind of hinting and it's mostly directed towards air force <laughs> because the common stigma and, and, uh, the military is that they see Air, Air Force as a uh, what do you call that a subordinate to them, the which is not force. true. The Chair Force, yes, yeah. I've not heard to that. sound they like rude, to say chair but force. they they do say that. But yeah, yeah. they do declare some form of a subordinate whenever but, it's the Navy. They think that. They, well, yeah. the other thing with that is that there's a lot of connection between the Navy and Air Force because mm-hmm. the Air Force go on the Navy ships for like the aircraft carriers. So can and the stuff. Marines. And yeah, the it's Marines all, and all that. This is so, the thing. It's all competition. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Every branch thinks they're the best branch yeah. for whatever reason. Yeah. And it's all competition. Hands yeah. down, 24-7. That's just how it is. And so there's things about every single branch that they're all making fun of each other and they all do it. But obviously yes. if we were to come in and start making fun of like Yes, I say chair force to try to tell, but like, obviously, I have so much respect for anyone in the military period. Like, I could not do that job. I would not survive basic of any form. But, you know, we don't come in making fun of those things because we've clearly not done that. But they absolutely, they will all make fun of each other. It is this, like, rivalry but it's like a big brotherhood where yeah. it's those like, you know, you give like your sibling just hell all the time. You know, it's that kind of thing. That's and that's what analogy. they do. And yeah, I think it's quite comical because I have friends in all the branches and it's it's very fun when they all get together and you get to hear everybody just rip on each other all the time and about what jobs they did and who ranked higher and what this is over this. And there's all kinds of things. So it makes it fun. Yeah. I like these, uh, I like that you looked up these different anthems. Like the army has, the army goes rolling along. I don't, where did that one come? I've never heard of that. That one I feel like was, became uh, originated around Vietnam, I think, or maybe the Korean wars. If I remember correctly, it was one of the two around that time period is whenever they sixties and seventies, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. And then you mentioned, uh, of course, you just mentioned Navy anchors away, mm-hmm. and then the Marine Corps. Uh, Marine Corps is inspired by the halls of Montezuma. So, mm-hmm. um, there was a just a side note. There's a uh, I I watched the show on Netflix, The Crown, which is a very well produced and acted show. I highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, I think it's the second season, and so it deals with uh, Lord Mountbatten which is the father of Queen Elizabeth's husband or his uncle. And so, you know, there's this scene where he was like in charge, I believe of their Navy, the Royal Navy. And he gives a speech and the speech is very like emotional and all the other Marine, all of the other servicemen and they were in the crowd that remember from, from World War II are there and they all stand up and start saying it. It's not a chant, It's not a song. It's a, it's just an, it's an anthem, but it's spoken. Mm-hmm. And it has such a weight, and you're watching this scene, and you can't help but get 
emotional because you kind of understand that what they're saying, it's not so much what they're saying, it's the emotion that's coming out while they're saying it. You know, they've seen things, they've done things. It's a brotherhood. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, and it's just like that sort of thing. And you just start to go like, yeah. That's how uh, kind of a similar story that's a little near and dear to my heart, too, is when my brother graduated from basic. Because um, that was a point of my brother and I, like, we were always, you know, common sister brother picking on each other. But, um, I was the only child. So after he left, my sister was also engaged. So she was living on her own. So I felt more like an only child. So whenever he um, went into the military, I felt really isolated and alone. But seeing him at his graduation, like that was something I just was counting down the days and constantly wrote letters to him. And he did the same with me. Um, And seeing him graduate, because I think that will we we met up the day before because he had some form of a presidential fitness thing that he had to do first and then go to graduation the next day because he was very nervous. He was like, oh, God, I got to pass this thing or else I'm not going to graduate tomorrow. I'm not going to be with my class. So past that, we had Starbucks. But just seeing him the next day in his dress blues, singing the uh, chanting, the off we go into the uh, wild blue yonder, it just goosebumps. And could not be more proud of him. And yeah, looking past, that was what like seven years ago. And he just announced to the family that he's uh, going to be reenlisting, which kind of tugged on my heartstrings a little bit because there were all these these plans of um, them coming home. And uh, he's got two little ones and a third one on the way. So making up for lost time, uh, they were projecting to be back home February of next year. Um, but completely understand that. He's got to continue to support his family. Yeah. And again, mm-hmm. like 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 the first go around, I could not be more proud of the decision that he made and how yeah. much he, he's uh, contributed to both his family and to our nation. Because he's been on quite a few deployments as well and had to have some time away. And Yeah, they want to, the, you know, right now we all know, like during this recording, like what's going on in the Middle East and what's going on in Ukraine and all this stuff, like. Being the age that I am, I look at the landscape of this and some of this I'm like, kind of seen it before. There are some major differences, but kind of seen it before. And then being yeah. the history nerd, I'm like, it repeats itself. this has also mm-hmm. very dangerous in, implications and, and where this could go. Um, and so we're already, they won't say it, but we're deployed. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't send two battle carrier groups and not oh, yeah. deploy. So let's just be honest. Even the stuff. <laughs> With uh, Ukraine, with uh, I think it was like all this time last year, whenever yeah. it skyrocketed the news. Um, I think it's what, actually even been longer than that. It was because it, my was cousin it, got deployed like right around the ago. time. I think it was two years ago okay. because he was deployed for an entire year and he was in Kosovo. Um, he's National Guard. And so he was in Kosovo for a year and it was a peacekeeping mission. But we were just very fearful because everything in Ukraine was happening around the same time. And while they're not like extremely close but he's already over there Mm -hmm. he was close enough to everything that he could have very easily been pulled potentially that's how uh, and there was a lot like that so there was a lot we looked at you know and i have cousins on you know because he's on my mom's side of the family's all army and national guard and like my dad's all navy and then we had um one of my cousins by marriage was a seal that was killed in action back in uh august 2011 and like his son oldest son and then let's see two Two or three, I think two of his nephews, I can't keep track anymore, but two of the nephews have all followed in his footsteps. And like his son, um, the older of his two boys is at the Naval Academy currently. And then um, the older of the nephews, I 
don't know if he's for sure out now, but he was in the Navy. He was stationed in Japan for a couple of years. And the other one is actually currently on a carrier. So it's like, yeah, he was over in the Japan, like Okinawa? Asia. Yep. So he, they're all based out of like over Asia, mainly Pacific. out of, you know, in that South Pacific area. Um, and that's where they're stationed currently. But yeah. One mm-hmm. of them um, that's on the carrier. And so he's there. But I mean, how easily could it be the they get pulled. You just never know what mm-hmm. they, you know, where they'll pull people from and where everybody gets sent. Yeah. And it can be so scary when you're in that family. I mean, we went through losing Lou, you know, when his um, Chinook was shot down in August of 2011. And that was his last mission ever. He was coming home to be a trainer in Virginia beach. So it's like, you think of that. And that was like still during like a lot of the peak time of, you know, the war in the middle East, which I mean, Let's be real. It goes up and down, you know, and it's almost never ending. But even during that, it was just like, it was so emotional to go through that. So thinking of like, okay, all of these big things are happening and it is cyclical. Like you're, we're seeing it over and over playing out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we had the national guard on here. Uh, Always ready, always there. Um, I uh, don't want to skip over either the coast guard. Uh, is on there. Semper, Semper Paratus, mm-hmm. always ready. Um, and then as recently as the last two years, uh, Space Force, which I'm not sure that was named very well. However, it's a thing. And uh, Semper Supra, always above. And so their emblem I've always found fascinating because it has a UFO on it. Really? It's got a saucer. <laughs> Uh, and so, yeah, you know, uh, we all know how that's going right now. So we'll see. Uh, I remember during uh, the Iraq war, uh, the F-117s came out. And they're not a fighter, but they're an actual bomber. But they're the stealth. They were the first ones. And they they were they were out there. And it's a little triangle that people would see being tested out west. That was it. Now, that plane had been out and around. The technology had been around since the 90s. But, you know, it's like or even before that, actually, I think the seventies. And then it was like two, two decades later, you start seeing it actually in a war. So, you know, there's no telling the technology and what we have and what's, what's going on. And I think, you know, there's, there's a lot that when these um, events fire up, we're going to see these things come out. Like we're already seeing like the drones and the capabilities that what we thought is not, these drones are very sophisticated that we have the Ford class carrier is enormous. Um, there's only like three of those. I can't help this, but I cannot wait for the USS enterprise. (laughs) Right now it's George. I don't know why he did this. I'm like, guys, you missed a huge opportunity here. The first one you built was the Gerald Ford. The second one you went for was Bush. Really? Can you not seriously? Enterprise. <laughs> Come on, Enterprise. Give us. It's trademarked. I know. Well, no, there's an Enterprise. It's a Nimitz class. Oh. Why not just give st- upgrade? They did it. And the show. Stop looking at me like that, Lindsay. <laughs> oh, hey, I would say I would do like the Falcon face. or I would call one the Solo. Um, no, that doesn't work as well. Sorry, so, yeah, it's a, we got track gotta go versus with, wars here. The so. Big E's got a long history. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't so. argue with that one. It's, it is a bigger name. Yeah, I mean that 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 ship was instrumental in World War II in the Pacific. So, so I got the title Big E. Um, but yeah, uh, and why Roddenberry picked it? 
but uh, it's just a freaking good thing. Yeah. You know? Good. It's got a it's got a presence even mm-hmm. like in real life and it's like sci-fi. where do you go rent your car or a box truck enterprise yeah Ugh, don't get me started <laughs> don't even bad segue we are not uh, sponsored by enterprise we are not yes. we do not know yeah Just we're know. not sponsored by enterprise but you know what it's a, still a cool name but we want to thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast uh, if you are. Uh, I'm going to say hug a veteran. That sounds creepy. Yeah, please don't. They probably don't support like a veteran. Some, yeah, support a veteran. may not like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. support a veteran. Um, you know, you, you can see Lindsay out there. Lindsay is a new nerd officially now. Um, mm-hmm. She signed all the paperwork that I hounded her to sign to make sure that we got that all locked in. So now Lindsay has been in the uh, foyer of the, the the nerd kingdom here at Nerdbrand. And now she's sitting in the living room wondering where's the freaking remote and oh so my goodness. Uh, <laughs> all the things there's all kinds of things coming but anyways if you see her out there tell her congratulations and that you love her and that you're glad she's with the team and happy for her and Thanks, all the good guys. things that all the other other folks like to say you're welcome well and if anybody has questions oh thanks jake that's really sweet okay <laughs> All right. Enough about me. Okay. So if anybody has questions, wants to know how they can get involved and help with veterans, please, by all means, reach out to me. I will be more than happy to set you up with the right people um, to be able to give back and plug in where it is most needed. Because believe me, there is a lot that needs to get done, especially just locally, let alone bigger and nationwide and all around. Yeah. All right. Well, appreciate you listening to this episode. You know where to find it, nerdbrandagency.com slash podcast or your favorite streaming service. And we will see you next time. Did you know everything is an ad? What do you mean? All expressions related to a brand are an ad. You just blew my mind. Yeah, don't let overthought advertising strategies get you down. Just have your why and a budget and leave the rest to the nerds. To chime in on all the latest branding and advertising pointers, listen to the Nerd Brand Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more.